Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I did not expect the new, very liberal city of St. Paul City Council to be the ones to stand up and do the right thing. And they stood up and did the right thing by walking out of the room. It's Jason. Welcome to Drive Time. Nobody has easy answers when it comes to Israel and Hamas and the absolute attack that Hamas unleashed, the brutality on Israel, a surprise attack. And also this long, ongoing, brutal response. No one has has the answer. But activists have decided that they are going to make a lot of noise in local city council meetings. And St. Paul didn't take the bait. The city of St. Paul and every city council certainly has the right to weigh in on affairs that are important to their residents. So I'm not even going to say like, hey, it's none of your business. Focus on potholes. I'm not doing that. You have a right to weigh in on this stuff. But when you choose to weigh in on the most controversial and the most difficult international geopolitical issue facing the world right now, you're nuts. You're absolutely nuts. Sometimes standing up and saying we're not going to do it is the right thing to do. 651-461-9226. We cannot let a small and loud minority absolutely bulldoze their way over public policy in our local communities. City of Brooklyn Park did the same thing this week. Their city council was facing this same issue. And the city, uh, which was asked by uh, the Brooklyn Park. And Brooklyn Park's a big city. 100,000 people or so live in that suburb, north suburb. And they said, no, we're, you know what? We're going to indefinitely table this. How can you have a realistic, meaningful resolution that actually reflects the complexity of the situation and the awful loss of life in Israel and in Palestine. 30,000 or so is the estimate from the Palestinians. Whether you believe that or not is up to you. But regardless of the exact number, you know the number is massive. And I think the world would, not everyone, but overwhelmingly the world would have accepted that Israel had the right to respond and that because of the way Hamas has embedded itself in, you know, the basement of hospitals and under schools and in neighborhoods that there were going to be civilian casualties. And at a certain point you say, well, that's Hamas's fault. That's Hamas's fault. They knew what was going to happen. This whole thing. You know, 
They knew what was going to happen. It's just reality. And also, we know there are at least there are thousands of civilian casualties, and we know that the peace plan from Benjamin Netanyahu in Israel is essentially taking over the West Bank and taking over Gaza. And there's no discussion of having a place for Palestinians to have their own nation, their own government. So how do you, A, how do you craft that resolution? And B, who gives a crap what the city of St. Paul has to say? Because the city of St. Paul is not being asked to give an insightful, thoughtful response to what's going on. The city of St. Paul is being asked to stand up for Palestine, to stand up for Palestinians. No matter what they do, they lose. No matter what they do, they irritate and marginalize a large portion of their own citizens. And so they're doing the right thing, which is nothing. Nothing. 651-461-9226. One texter says, good for them. Shut these people up. I mean, I, th- I think people certainly have the right to come forward and say, this is important to me, and I would like my city council to take a stand on it. And I also think that we have seen a shift in how elected officials see their role. And right now, we have elected officials who think their main job is to make sure that people feel seen and heard. And because there are people hurting, they want to reflect their solidarity with that pain. And on the surface, that sounds fine. But in reality, what you're doing is avoiding focusing on the real work of your city. And you're choosing sides. Why? Now, what do we do about people coming to these city council meetings and yelling and booing and making noise? I don't know. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. 651-461-9226. I do think there's, because activists are are speaking out so loudly, there is uh, a tendency to think that anti-Israel views are more widely accepted than not. And again, I'm I'm saying like, look, Israel makes it easy to not support what's going on because of the actions of Benjamin Netanyahu. And last half hour, we were talking with Chad about this uh, New York Times opinion piece that, that points out the hypocrisy, right? Like everyone who wants Israel to be spoken out against, you know, no one's talking about Iran and Russia and Syria and China and Hamas even, right? Like there are excesses and abuses all over the world. But man is, you know, Israel isn't helping. And by Israel, I mean Netanyahu. Netanyahu is not not helping the situation and Israel is losing support. But is the city council the place to do that. Do we want people who are elected because, you know, they talked about 
affordable housing and they talked about potholes and bike lanes and the stuff that we care about in our snow removal, the things we care about in our city. Is it really fair to accept, expect those people to be the ones to, to jump in and weigh in on geopolitics? I just, I, to me, it's a no. It's a hard no. You want to pass a resolution that says we stand with, you know, Ukraine against communist Russia. All right. You want to pass a resolution that says we love and support our Brooklyn Park citizens of Israeli descent and Palestinian descent. Sure. Great. But that's not what activists are asking for. That's not what they want. They want Israel to be called genocidal. What's the point? 651-461-9226. One texter says city council members have one job to do whatever they need to do for the best interest of the city. Nothing more. I salute the city of St. Paul for what they did. I'll go into more detail on exactly how this went down at the city council meeting in St. Paul yesterday afternoon. We'll talk about that and welcome you into the conversation as well. If you were on a city council, what would you do if activists came and wanted a resolution in support of Palestine? 651-461-9226. Drive time back in a minute. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It happened right at the end of the meeting. City council meetings are usually pretty unexciting, right? I don't know. They've been wild over the last month here in Minneapolis and St. Paul, largely because people have have been coming protesting, wanting a pro-Palestinian resolution to be passed. And they got it in the city of Minneapolis. They got it in Hastings, too. St. Paul said no. Boom, the gavel comes down. City Council Member Nelsa Yang, at the right near the end of the meeting, asked to introduce that resolution. And mid-sentence, the president, boom, gavels it out. Mitra Jalali's, bam, boom. Sorry, we just adjourned. And everybody walked out. And then the people booed. Honestly, it took courage for that city council And that president who, like, we've talked to the females. uh, It's an all-female city council. One texter just says, leave it to the all-female city council to be sensible. Uh, we've, We've talked to the president over there before. She would characterize herself as pretty far to the left. And so for them to say, you know what? We don't want to polarize our people in St. Paul. 
And we do want to focus on the business of our city. I tell you, under normal circumstances, that would not be a courageous stance. But but I think today it is. I really do think it is. Now, it's not going to stop the protesters. There's this Minnesota anti-war committee. And by anti-war, they mean anti-war on the Israeli side, apparently. Um, that is, you know, they've been protesting all sorts of uh, meetings, and it's their right. And to ask for a resolution, I have no problem with that either. Although my bias is for city council, we have enough problems, don't we? I mean, we have no solution in Minneapolis to the problem of homelessness. we got encampments that are catching on fire today. You got St. Paul has encampments and issues, too. And so, to me, a city council resolution is a straight-up waste of time. It is just performative. It is just a way to kind of kumbaya and say, we feel you, we hear you, and so cool. Like, I'm sort of sick of, like, all of the politics of, like, making everyone feel seen. Let's get some stuff going. Let's do some things that matter. Expressing your solidarity and your empathy does not solve poverty. It doesn't solve homelessness. It makes everyone feel better. Maybe it makes the protesters go away. But what is what are we really accomplishing? Nothing. The pushback is going to be that we can walk and chew gum at the same time. Right. That we can accomplish the, the needs of the city while also making this statement that one doesn't necessarily preclude the other. That would be the argument on the other side. Which is true in like a maybe easier, more obvious scenario. Exactly. And that's exactly the point because there is a limit to the amount of time that the city council has. That's why I'm not not opposed. Like if you want to have, if you want to say like, I don't like Putin and put that in a resolution, fine. If you want a resolution that declares today WCCO radio day, fine. Like these, those things don't, really distract this you're talking protesters you're talking people meeting with you on and on and on and then the fallout from whatever the wording of what you do i just think it's it's not worth that that's just it the upside isn't worth the drop exactly because you know we if you look back into the minneapolis resolution and you look at what uh mayor fry wanted to see in that resolution that made it slightly more balanced in its approach that's not what this is about this isn't about like you said, this the this effort isn't about stopping war. If it was, I'd be all for it. I'm a pacifist. I don't think war gets us anywhere. I don't think violence gets anything but more violence. So if you were just about stopping war, fine. But that's not what this is about. This is about picking a side. This is about pointing at Israel and saying that Israel's an oppressor and that the Palestinians are oppressed and that we should side with the Palestinians and not with Israel. This is about picking a side. And that's that lacks any form of nuance, that lacks any form of depth to this discussion and it ignores a very long and tortured history of that particular portion of the world. And why would you have all of that nuance? Because you're a city council that's supposed to be yeah. focused on other things. Right. Yeah, I think to a certain degree it's unfair to expect our elected officials to have extremely nuanced and thought-out positions on all of these issues all around the world. I just I don't think it's realistic to expect that and to put people who maybe don't want to weigh into that in a position where they have to. I think that's unfair also. Now, the city of St. Paul in this meeting, before they shut it down, you know, uh, allocated 
their first big chunk of money to fix up the roads in St. Paul that come out of the new sales tax that goes into effect in that city tomorrow. So the city of St. Paul is, that, you know, in their meeting getting stuff done. And so I like I like that. I'm I will say I am encouraged by a result that I didn't expect. I when you saw Minneapolis pass the resolution, when you saw Hastings, you're like, here we go. This this is coming to every city. And for for St. Paul to say we're just and they're not saying like where they land on this no, conflict, just, which, frankly, a, as a thinking person, how can you really say where you land on this conflict? Because it's so complicated where you have a, a, a country that was attacked by a terrorist group. Brutal, unbelievably disgusting and offensive attack by Hamas on Israel. And then Israel responds with force. America would have done the same thing. And. Now you look and say, well, what's the what's the exit plan here, Israel? And the exit plan is. It may well be demolishing the Palestinian people. It's certainly occupying Gaza and taking over the West Bank. And so I think it is fair to push back and say, like, I don't know, Israel, like this is like we were with you at the beginning. And this is not a just outcome. So what's that resolution? Right. And why? What's the point? Well, we just want to go on record saying we don't like innocent people being killed. Great. Yeah. All right. Do that. that. Sure. That's fine. That's fine. But that's not what the activists want. So stick to potholes. Uh, A little bit before we head to break here. Yes. A little bit of breaking sports news. Minor sports news nugget. Uh, Iowa star Caitlin Clark has announced she will be entering the WNBA draft rather than returning for one more season at the University of Iowa. So this will be her last year. Uh, If you were at the barn the other night, she lit up the Gophers. Uh, Hope you enjoyed it because you're not going to get to see her again in that capacity. You will get to see her as whatever team drafts her comes and plays the links. All right. Caitlin Clark just announced it uh, on her own on her own uh, Twitter. So off she goes. Uh, she could have had one bonus season. She's she is is she twenty two? You know, know the COVID thing sort of gave people an extra year of eligibility, and so it's all sort of messed up. Yeah, she's twenty two. Yes, she is twenty two years old. Let's be real; like a twenty three year old should not be playing college sports. Probably not. Twenty three, but... like come on. The, where, where this decision actually got interesting was. You know, okay, is she going to go take the money? Except that she's making more money NIL than she would be making salary in yes. the WNBA. Now, obviously, plenty of those sponsors that are paying her NIL are probably coming with her. In yeah. The WNBA. Oh, absolutely. But it wasn't as simple of it do you take the you, money. Yeah. It was. It was more a complicated decision than that. It's, do you really want to turn pro, or do you want to have that one more year? Why would you not turn pro? Right. Because you love being an Iowa Hawkeye. I mean, honestly, she has spent 22 years in Iowa. She deserves the chance to get the hell out of that godforsaken state. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 